It is May 19th. Welcome on into Daily Cards Live, presented by Munganass, St. Louis, Acura, and Royal Banks of Missouri. I'm Joe Roderick, joined alongside by Bob Ramsey. Brammer, we have some big news coming out of the uh, the Cardinals camp today, and all of this after they lose in extra innings today to the New York Mets. So we will get to all of that news. If you haven't heard about it yet, uh, you will be very excited about it as a Cardinal fan. But the Cardinals lose an extra innings, I believe, their first extra inning game of the uh, season today. Well, it's a game they shouldn't have lost. Um, the offense did its job. The offense wasn't perfect. They left some runners on. It was okay. Pitching was okay. But I tweeted out a little while ago, um, simply uh, welcome to Ryan Hels Helsley, your new closer. Um Gallegos spit the bit again. I thought from the first day he came to the to the Cardinals till now that he didn't have closer stuff. And even though he got saves and did well last year, I just don't think he has closer stuff. And uh, Helsley does. And if we see him in a closing role again, then I got to question the judgment of Marmol and Maddox. Uh, I would, yeah. So there, that, that takes care of what happened in the game. I uh, would agree with you though, on Gallegos. I, I think ever since he took over the role uh, for Alex Reyes, he was just kind of the guy that was there. He was the guy that was waiting in the wings and had to take over when Alex Reyes got hurt last year and stopped performing. And it was kind of just, he was always a placeholder. It never seemed like he was that guy that was going to be your, your long-term closer and with Helsley's emergence this year and near perfection this season, you you always expected Helsley to maybe take over that role at some point. The only argument I could see of giving Gallegos another shot is his two blown saves both came against the Mets. And the Cardinals don't see the Mets again this year. So maybe if it's just a, a Mets thing that you kind of look at with Gallegos, I could see where the argument will be. I could see where... Ali Marmol will give him uh, maybe one more chance, but I, I also would not be surprised one bit if Helsley's your closer this weekend, the first opportunity they have. Yeah, and for me, it's not just the stats because two blown saves, one a month, that's elite stuff. Um, those are elite numbers, but I never thought he had elite closer stuff. I still don't think that, um, but I've always said, and I got to – I can't be two-faced about it. Closing is a bottom-line position, maybe the only one in baseball. You either get saves or you don't. And if you can get through a whole season and only have single-digit blown saves, that's pretty darn good. So, um, but he, I just not been convinced that he's the guy. So we'll see what happens. The, uh, the Cardinals might look back at this game, both uh, wasted efforts on the part of Paul Goldschmidt and Juan Yepes. Paul Goldschmidt, four for, or three for four on the game, four RBIs, a double and a home run. Yepes, three for five in the game with his third home run of the year. And as uh, Danny Mack was talking about on the TV broadcast, Yepes, his numbers, his RBI, his power numbers are just shooting up through the ranks of the rookies uh, in the National League third in most of those categories right now uh, after missing the entire first month of the season, being down in AAA. So uh, hopefully that continues. And you you saw once again, Juan Yepes comes, uh, you know, is 
is earning is is keeping his spot in that lineup behind Goldschmidt and Arenado. And and before we get to the big news, uh, just quickly, uh, one final thing to look at for the game for today: uh, lineup aficionado Bob Ramsey as the Cardinals decide to kind of bump Goldschmidt and Arenado back and put Brendan Donovan, who got the leadoff spot yesterday with Tommy Edmond day off. They now put him in the two spot in the, in the lineup. So you get your, your two table setters there before you get to the power trio of, uh, of Arenado Goldschmidt and Yepes. And I guess, I don't know. I mean, it, it seems more and more that Pujols is, uh, is earning more and more playing time on the team, which sounds really, really weird to say out loud. Uh, after uh, after I do it. Yeah, and it's hard to say an 0 for 5, he looked good, but he was getting good at bats today, just didn't get anything to fall in. And I, I just keep going back and forth, and I, I can't figure out what the Cardinals think about Albert. And um, sometimes it looks like, oh, boy, he's not going to play for a while unless it's a lefty. And then all of a sudden, he gets some games against a right-hander, and and uh, and delivers, and so um, I'll leave that one to Marmel and and Albert on the production side. Um, and yeah, as long as as long as guys are producing at the top, give them the opportunity. Don't chase the stats. Be aware of who's hot and who's not, and set your lineup. Which, by the way, is going to be real interesting to talk about in a minute. Yeah, let's get to it as um, as the, the post game quickly moved on from Gallegos giving up a walk-off home run to Pete Alonso to all of the news that we're going to see here in Pittsburgh. The Cardinals make the uh, first trip of the season to uh, Pittsburgh after opening the season against the uh, against the Pirates. We will see the Major League debut of two best friends who have worked their way through the Cardinal system. And what a cool story it is that finally Nolan Gorman will be making his Cardinal debut tomorrow night in Pittsburgh starting at second base. And with the uh, need for a spot start this weekend due to the doubleheader on Tuesday, Matthew Libitor will be making his Major League debut on Saturday for the uh, for the Cardinals. So both of the Cardinals' top two prospects will be in Pittsburgh. The Cardinals kind of saying, all right, here it is. Here's your time. Here's your opportunity. It's kind of just throwing it all out there on the table and we're we're going to see how these two uh, how these two youngsters do uh, against one of the worst teams in all of baseball. Gorman, um, I think when you take a look at Gorman, you're looking at uh, my concern is that in the minor leagues, you can strike out half the time if you're hitting for power and average. If he can duplicate those numbers at the big league level. Hooray! Let's let's. Let's get it going and let's make a run to the pennant. But if you're hitting 230 and striking out half the time, even if you do have some power, that's going to be a challenge. So let's see how he does. Let's give him some time to get acclimated and uh, and hope for the best with a kid who has a terrific power stroke. Libertor, we've been waiting on for a couple of years, but they're both still very young. And uh, But that's how highly touted they were. When Liberador came over in the uh, Rosarena trade and Gorman was a signee. And uh, you know, my other caution about Nolan Gorman is uh, one scout I saw recently say he is not a big league caliber second baseman. 
So we'll see how those things get manipulated as time moves on. You could end up with ostensibly a Gorman Pujols platoon. If it's a right-hander, Gorman plays and plays second base. Edmund at short, Donovan to left. If it's a le- if it's a left-hander pitching, Gorman's out of the lineup. Uh, Donovan moves to second. Yepes moves to left field and Pujols DHs. So I think um, because you have an, enough versatility, you can make this work. The uh, the moves that will take place in order to make all this happen uh, the uh, is Tyler O'Neill going to the injured list with a shoulder impingement. Uh, so he will be on the injured list at least for the next ten days. Um, and yeah, that's maybe a phantom. You... That's a Joe. That's a phantom move, but that's okay with me. That yeah, you get him a few at bats down in the minors. You you let him work out his issues for the next at least two weeks while Nolan Gorman gets a an opportunity. What this yeah. also will do, uh, neither one of the guys is on the forty man roster. We know that there was an opening after Aaron Brooks was designated for assignment after the month of April. Um, no move has been announced yet. But when you look at the rehabbing Jack Flaherty right now, you can move him from the regular injured list to the 60-day IL, opening a spot there on that 40-man, and then put Nolan Gorman or Matthew Libertor there um, and make it all work without having to release anybody, outright release anybody from the team. And then you, you figure stuff out from there when it comes to Jack Flaherty. But with with all of this, though, you're adding another left-handed bat onto the uh, into the lineup, onto the roster, and it, it kind of questions what the future of Corey Dickerson is going to be with the Cardinals franchise, who was supposed to be your left-handed DH from day one. We saw him start in left field the other day with the um, – or, yeah, in left field during one of the doubleheader games. I, I don't know if Corey Dickerson makes it to the all-star break as a member of the Cardinals. Well, depending on success and failure of young guys, um, the lineup's going to be kind of fun. You mentioned, see if we can, there you go. You're going to have to read that. I don't see it on my screen. Maybe if people have a bigger screen uh, at home, they can, but yeah, you, well, you're yeah. going to have to read well, off think, what your, uh, your potential lineup is. I think you could look against against right-handers, assuming numbers stay as about where they are now. Edmund, Donovan, Goldie, Arenado, and then the the uh, five, six, seven hitters. This could really change day to day, game to game. Yepes, Gorman, and Carlson. Um, if it's a right-hander, do you want Gorman behind Arenado, and then Yepes behind him? Do you want Carlson to hit fifth? You could really do some fun manipulating there. And then I got Molina eight and Bader nine. I say Yachty, not Kisner. The other thing about today's game, Kisner took two direct foul shots right into the face mask. I'd be shocked if he's not concussed. Um, I mean, two brutal shots right to the face. And he was shaken up, had to come out. Maybe we even seen, maybe we even see Yvonne Herrera. Um, here pretty soon. Hopefully, though, Kisner's okay, and that doesn't happen. But that's why I had Yachty in there and not Kisner. And I like Bader giving me basically three table setters in a row, Bader, Edmund, Donovan, for the middle of the order, which now looks on paper like it's pretty formidable. 
The uh, the Cardinals, as you were talking, the Cardinals actually just sent out a press release that I'm reading right now. Jack Flaherty was moved to the 60 day injured list, so that was the uh, the corresponding move to look move up uh, to move up look, both of those guys. Look at you, Junior GM. I like it. <laughs> I'll, let, I'll let you GM if I can if I can write the lineups. Well, we will. Uh, we'll see those lineups tomorrow. I just went ahead and I looked at the uh, the pitching matchups for this weekend. It's a righty tomorrow in the uh, game, Zach Thompson. But then it's Jose Quintana on Saturday. He's a lefty for the Pirates. So it's uh, we're going to have to wait for another turn in the rotation before we see Gorman and Libertor possibly get to start together on a major league uh, on a major yeah. league roster. Which again is something that uh, that I'm sure that they never dreamed would happen as. Uh, uh, as two high schoolers playing together um, back in the uh, back in the well. day, it, it's such a it's such a cool story that yeah. uh, that that you know they have talked about endlessly since the uh, since the trade happened and Libertor became a, a member of the St. Louis Cardinals organization. But it's so cool that they are getting called up on the same time. They're going to be on the same flight, drive, whatever it is, wherever they are right, right now, on their way to uh, on their way to Pittsburgh from wherever Memphis is playing right now so uh, I, I can't imagine how cool it is for the uh, for the two of them right now uh, but yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what that lineup looks like tomorrow we know it's going to be a righty for Pittsburgh so see where everybody kind of falls into place and you know as you mentioned Brendan Donovan has earned all of the yeah. I mean he is not this move of moving him up right now has not taken away anything there I I mean, do you put Edmund in the outfield? Which which guy, if you're choosing between Edmund and Donovan to play an outfield position, which one do you put at short? Which one do you put in a corner outfield spot? I would put Edmonton till Edmund at short till he shows me he can't play it. Okay. And so I it's I mean that's and then that kind of brings up any kind of questions. You know, you've had over a week now of Paul DeYoung being down. And you gave Hedman zero opportunities to to play shortstop at the big league level. So I, I got to have some questions there, too. Well, yeah, and, and it's the problem of developing a guy and get him used to playing a spot versus what's the best thing for us to win tonight. Mm -hmm. um, and who knows? Maybe they've just maybe they could decide if you see Gore, if you see um, Donovan at short and Edmund in left field. That tells me they looked at him taking grounders and didn't like what they saw. We will, uh, yeah, we're, we'll be back tomorrow when those lineups yeah. come out. That's uh, we'll we'll wait to do the show uh, until those lineups come out tomorrow, and we will uh, we will talk it over with um, with tomorrow's episode of uh, of Daily Cards Live. And look at that! It, it's it's funny how a move like that just quickly makes you forget about the walk off home run today and the Cardinals uh, lost. So you'll have, so tomorrow's lineup, you will have Adam Wainwright and Yadier Molina in there with Nolan Gorman in the, uh, in the lineup. It's uh, just the, uh, the way the, the youth and the age on this, uh, on this Cardinal team that we are, uh, that we are seeing. It's, you know what, this is, Hey, this, this is, as I said, though, beginning of the broadcast, this is what they're going to throw out there. They know that they are good enough to be a playoff team. They're, they're not good enough to match the the Dodgers or even the Mets right now with how good right they're now. playing. But when you look at that Mets team, you know, another thing we haven't mentioned yet, it was announced during the broadcast today, doesn't affect the Cardinals one bit, but Max Scherzer out six to eight weeks. 
that is going to hurt the Mets because now yep. they're out with, without DeGrom and without Scherzer for the next two months, at least till the All-Star break. They will not have two of the best pitchers in all of baseball in their rotation. How much is that going to hurt them and how much is that going to even out? that NL East uh, for the next, uh, for the next two months. So it's, you know, it's a wide open, uh, wide open national league for the, uh, for the foreseeable future. And we'll, we'll see how the Cardinals can take advantage of that and hopefully pile up wins as the schedule is not going to get any easier. Yeah. And we'll see, like we say, we'll see how the kids fare. Um, Putting them into positions to be successful on a daily basis, that is Ollie's challenge. Um, you don't just throw them out there and play them to failure because if they fail, if you do that, then you as a manager has failed, have failed. So that's going to be the key for Ollie. Can he keep Donovan hot? Can he keep Yepes hot? Can he see if Gorman can get hot? Can Carlson get hot? He's been playing better lately. Bader had a terrific day with a couple of stolen bases. It's it's rare that a team has all nine hitters hot at the same time, but can you just kind of keep that machine working and working together? That will be Ollie's challenge now. We will talk about it tomorrow when those lineups come out. Rammer and I will have your pregame show here on Daily Cards Live, brought to you each and every weekday by Munganass St. Louis Acura and Royal Banks of Missouri. Royal Banks for better service means better banking. Call 314-212-1500. Talk to my friends at Royal Banks in business for over half a century. Royal Banks of Missouri. That's Bob Ramsey. I'm Joe Roderick. We will talk to you tomorrow right here on Klabe's Online with another edition of Daily Cards Live uh, presented by Munganass St. Louis Acura and Royal Banks of Missouri. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday. At St. Louis Acura, new inventory is arriving daily, both new and pre-owned. Our buying team adds a higher level of personalized service that others can't match. We sell over 100 pre-owned vehicles monthly, and many of these are matched by our buying teams in Missouri and Illinois. As new Acura production ramps up, be one of the lucky ones to try the newest Type S models now available. Performance has never been so stylish and comfortable. St. Louis Acura remains committed to becoming better than ever for you.